Hey, hey, Stripper Whisperers, Corey Michaelis here with my live stand-up comedy tour dates. If you don't want to hear them, fast forward 30 seconds twice, and then rewind 15 seconds once. I will be in Dubai doing a tour of shows there at the end of June, the 24th through the 30th. But the two big shows I want you to know about are July 10th, Historic Everett Theater, my hometown, with my best friend Andrew Rivers, and the night before, July 9th, at the North Bend Theater, his hometown. Uh, super excited about those shows, so come out to one of them. Uh, like, review, subscribe to the podcast if you're nasty. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Stripper Whisper, the podcast where I get behind the G-string and interview strippers <laughs> about their lives outside the clubs, what it's like working inside the clubs, and how we can all be good customers in their spaces. Today, we're virtual and we're international with Alma from Mexico. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, from Mexico. Thank you. Say hello. Hi. Hello. How are you? Hola, como están? Yeah, I'm doing very well. Um, no comprende. Uh, <laughs> we are here and you're listening, obviously, but uh, the episodes are also on uh, our Patreon. Uh, if you'd like to see a video of the beautiful Alma and my ugly face, uh, check it out there. No, actually, you're handsome. Oh, thank you. Wow. <laughs> uh, now I can't even talk. You have me flustered. <laughs> Uh, or on Instagram, you um, could see Alma or request her. She has, it's a private, so she's, you got to request and she might say no to you because you might be a weirdo, but uh, <laughs> Alma, A-L-M-A, Christina, C-R-I-S-T-I-N-A-A-A. -A -A. A -A. Yeah, triple A. Um, and uh, we're going to go, th we got to, listen, you're the first, I'm going to say you're the second uh -huh. Real international guest, okay, <laughs> because we've had London, okay, uh, but uh, I don't count Canada. <laughs> okay. Canada doesn't Why? count. It's the same as it's the, the same U.S. As the United States, okay. Yes, <laughs> it's not. not, but okay. Yes, it's it's North America. <laughs> okay, it counts, but I, I don't count it. Okay, and but you are our first uh, international guest from a um from a country that is not traditionally caucasian uh that is not traditionally uh it's so that and that's and i i don't know anything about mexico mexican strip clubs um, so we're very interested we're so excited to have you and very interested which city in mexico i'm living right now in aguascalientes mexico which okay. is um right in the middle of mexico uh, they call the heart of Mexico because it's like a little, a little state in the middle. So they call the heart of Mexico. Oh, okay. And it's, it's actually the second safest state to live on Mexico, but it's really different to live here than in the United States because I don't know, it's different. It's all relative, Dangerous. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, now have you, we'll, we'll, we'll get into all, have you, lived any other countries or only Mexico? Uh, United States and that's it. Okay, for, yeah. for how long were you in the US? I was over there for three years. Hmm. Then I got deported. Wow. Oh, my bad. <laughs> oh, and now yeah. that's, uh, 
we'll 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 talk about that if you're comfortable uh momentary. yeah i don't i don't i don't care i'm already yeah, you seem, <laughs> seem open to talking yeah. about everything. but um hey uh if you want to give some money or some other support besides um just following on instagram alma is also on twitter alma christina with just one a and a 96 on the end on only fans give her a bunch of money uh, <laughs> uh alma christina just one a a l m a c r i s t i n a and one of her specialties is that fair to say on only fans <laughs> and other places on the internet uh is sitting on cakes, cakes. Yeah. Yes, so <laughs> you can find her on Pornhub and X videos at Alma Cakes, A L M A Cakes. Um, I may or may not be uh, checking that out later. I did not know <laughs> prior, so uh, uh, no awkwardness, right? I didn't follow no. on OnlyFans yet, so um, so uh, that's uh, okay. We got a lot to get into, but first, before yeah. I uh, we do that, let's go ahead and cheers with a shot. Okay, Minus cheers. La Las Salud. Salud, salud. Salud. That I know. <laughs> I know <Salud. laughs> dos por uno. <laughs> dos por uno, tacos. <laughs> and I know donde al baño. <laughs> okay. that's, that's, uh, but I've never actually been to... You've never been here? Mexico, no. Uh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring you to Mexico, okay? Please, yes, yes. Okay. I would love to visit. Yeah. And um, you did say it was the second safest state. Uh, however, however, we it's dangerous. We weren't able to do <laughs> our last An interview. Yeah, interview because there of, was a shooting. What do you did you get to the bottom of it? Uh, do you know what's happened? Is it there is was it, just a lot of traffic and yeah. I couldn't get to my house because there was a lot of traffic, but we're actually like oh, it's it is like normal to us. Mm. Like, oh, there's a shooting. OK, good. You know. Wow. Bad, but it's true. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I, you know, there are a lot of big cities in America where that's similar, but it sounds like it's uh, it's different for you. When you lived in the states, where yeah. did you live? I was living first on Anaheim, ah. then I moved to Buena Park, then I moved to um, Long Beach, then I was trying to go to downtown LA, but. Yeah. When I was trying to go to LA, I got deported. So oh. yeah, I was just living over there. Fullerton, Buena Park, Anaheim, and Long Beach. That's it. You were just trying to get away from ICE or what? <laughs> no. no, I was, no. Well, yeah, but no. <laughs> I was moving because at first, when I moved to United States, I moved over there because I'm a Tahitian dancer. So that, that was like my motivate, motiv I was motivated to go to, to California because my favorite dancer was teaching over there. The name of the school is Nonocina. So they are like really famous around the world. And I was like pursuing my dream on, on being a good dancer. So I went to, to California. I did this casting to get into the black team, which is the competition team. So I, I got into the competition team. Then my teacher was like, oh, where do you live? I'm like, oh, I live uh, in Anaheim. I don't know where, where do I live. I don't know anything. And yeah. she was like, oh, okay, you can move to my house. You can come to my house. And uh, she was like really, really nice. And she was like fitting me literally with 
Uh, I was paying only $10 a day and she was feeding me. I had a whole house with a pool. With, I have a closet for me. I have my whole room and it was really cool. And then I moved to Buena Park with the founder of the school, which uh, she's, she passed away one year ago because of COVID. And uh -huh. then I didn't have nowhere to go. Then I moved to Long Beach. That's why I, I was like moving around yeah. They, wow. Yeah. That's, um, that's much more interesting than my joke, <laughs> um, which is good. Tahitian dance. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that is. What is that? Well, Tahitian dance is a dance from the island of Tahiti. It's in the Pacific. Um, uh, it's, it's not the same, but most of the people uh, think Hawaiian and Tahitian. When ah. you see the Hawaiian girls shaking like their hips and like yeah. moving their hips, uh, that's Tahitian. Ah. But uh, yeah, some because it's Polynesian culture from the Polynesian islands, so a lot of people get confused because they don't know the difference about Tahitian, Samoan, Hawaiian, and a lot of the the movements or the dances. But what I've been doing my, my whole life is Ori Tahiti, which is Tahitian dance mm. from the island of Tahiti. You, you basically move your hips like really fast on, and you follow the drum beats and you follow like the, the lyrics of the song. You follow everything with your hands. And that's basically what I moved to the United States. Wow, it's so yeah. interesting. And, and in the U.S., where you had moved, there was uh, top-level teachers and, and schools. And the ultimate goal, had you stayed, would have been what? Um, to, to be cast in um, something? Or how, how would you get work as a dancer? As a stripper? Well, no, no, sorry, as a Tahitian as a dancer, dancer. As a Tahitian yeah. dancer? Okay. Yeah. It wasn't like a job. Uh, yeah. It's actually a school, so you have to pay to dance over there. Sure. And um, I was just trying to pursue my dream on being on that team, but I didn't really know what I was going to do. So I came to California because my dance teacher was um, posting on her Instagram, mm -hmm. like, oh, we have this, this, um, how do you say, uh, casting? If you want to join, uh, just like send me an email, blah, blah, blah. And by that time, I had a lot of money because I was doing real estate here in Mexico. So I had like um, on dollars is $15,000 probably. And I was like, oh, what, what can I do with this? I, I'm, I'm going to follow my dream, which is being a professional Tahitian dancer. And I was like, okay, I'm going to buy my flight. I'm going to fly to California. And yeah. then it was Wednesday. I was in California on Friday. And wow. I was stripping on Sunday. So it's really <laughs> like so, a whole story. Uh, we will definitely get into yeah. the stripping. But as a professional Tahitian dancer, can you uh, make money uh, and get jobs and work? Actually, or? you, if you want, you can. But mm. uh, there is a lot of confusion because the culture, it's like really like... Um, closed and like yeah. tight tahitian people they don't want everybody to be like oh i'm dancing tahitian and i'm making money out of it they want their culture uh like being really 
they want you to respect, respect. your culture yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's not like belly dancing if you are a belly dancer you can like go to restaurants and you can dance over there and they give you money and everything but I've never seen Tahitian dancing as um, income of money because um, I know they get mad. Not like they get mad, but you have to be really smart to be a teacher and to teach other like people or kids or children to be a good Tahitian teacher. Yeah. So I've never been into that. I just like to dance. It's my yeah. passion, but I've never been interested in like making money or something. Sure. Yeah. So the dream was to be on the team and be a yeah. member of that and, and just, just dance. And, um, yeah. do you, um, yeah, there, there, there's a, a level I assume of honor and respect that, uh, is difficult if you're not in the culture, um, to, to attain. And, yeah. uh, a lot of, uh, Americans don't have a hard time understanding that when it comes to any culture. Um, so that's, that wasn't probably, that's something that you're probably uh, familiar with uh, uh, in Mexican culture. There are yeah. things that are similar probably yeah. for you, but not so much for me. I don't mm -hmm. know. Yeah, actually my teacher, I don't know if you have seen the movie Moana, which is mm -hmm. a princess. Okay, so my teacher, uh, she was like the choreographer of, the, of that movie. So she's like wow. super famous in the Polynesian world. She's really good. That's amazing. Wonderful. Yeah. So you are a legitimately good dancer and that's, I think I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I believe it for sure. And then mm -hmm. that, um, were you Dan, this was all how recent, a couple years ago? Uh, it was three years ago. Okay. And you, did you, now it's stripping. Did you do that in Mexico before you came and were finding Never. it? Or, really? Never. Yeah, never. So you came to America, the state. You came to California. Yeah. You uh, decided on a Wednesday, showed up on a Friday. <laughs> were yeah. You were stripping in a strip club by Sunday? <laughs> yeah. So the thing was that uh, I bought a house to flip it. Like, I, I, yeah. I like to do house flipping. So I bought this house, but I was still owing on, like, uh, like $3,000 to my mom because she lent me that money. Mm. So my mom was like, oh, yeah, like, uh, you're going to pay me, blah, 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 blah. And I, like, <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. So I was looking for jobs in the United States. And I was like, what can I do over there? Okay, so I'm a dancer. I'm going to try to look for a job to be a dancer. And I was looking on, I was Googling it. And I was like, uh, dancer jobs. And then it says, like, an uh, ad. Oh, uh, we're hiring exotic dancers. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to be like, um, <laughs> no, something like Moulin Rouge, like uh, Burlesque, something like that. I'm going to be on a, on a theater. I'm going to be, I don't know. Exotic. And then I, yeah, and then I clicked on it and it was like, are you going to be a stripper? I was like, <laughs> okay, so let's go, let's going to like see what is it. I wasn't scared and then I searched on YouTube for this like stripper job and I I I, I watched a video of, of a stripper that is called Jamila, something like that. And then another one that is called Christina. 
and they were saying like, oh, like here in America, it's really safe to be a stripper. If some, if your manager tells you that you have to get, that you have to get naked in front of them, don't do that. That is not allowed. You just have to get naked on this, on the stage, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, like, I like, I like that. I don't, I don't, I don't care about like getting naked at all. Yeah. Because when I was little, uh, one family member tried to like, actually he he took me pictures of myself uh, and then he posted on some ex um porn sites wow so since i was little i was really into it i don't know why but it was my life so then i was like okay i'm gonna try that i, I bought my flight my flight and then i was in california again wow and uh so in anaheim you it was in anaheim the club or near yeah. near anaheim yeah first i was trying to go to this club that is like an actual international club franchise yeah and i was like oh i want to work here because i live two blocks away blah blah blah, blah. Yeah. and and the dj was like Oh no, we can have you here because you're not from here. You you need to show you uh your American passport. And I was like, no, but I, I don't have an American passport. I'm from Mexico and I call you because I called them yeah. uh, before I was going into the club because I wasn't going to buy a whole trip to not being hired. Yeah. So I and, and he was like, No, we can we can have you here because you're not from here. If you have your social security number, you can you can work here. But no, I can't help you. Wow. And I was like, <laughs> I was taking <laughs> it, and I was like, oh, can you please help me? Like, I really need a job. I don't have money. Like, I need a job right now. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna tell you, but don't say anything. Just go there, and um, you'll get hired. And I was like, okay, how far is it from here? He's like, oh, probably like 10 minutes. Okay. But by that time, I was like, oh, damn, like $15 on Uber, which here in Mexico is $300. I was like, damn, I'm going to get porn in three days. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> right. So basically, um, they told me like, just go to that club and tell them that you're not from here. They're going to hire you. I already talked with the manager and I was like, okay. I don't think they're gonna hire me, but okay, I was like, okay, let's go. I have to so, go, yeah. Yeah, when the Uber uh, came, how do you say it? When the, when the Uber picked um, you up? Yeah, when the Uber picked me up, it was a lady and she's like, oh, you, you work here? I'm like, no, I actually came here to do a casting, uh, but they, they didn't allow me to work here because I'm not from here. And she's like, oh, do you speak Spanish? Yeah, I speak Spanish. Oh, that's good. Oh, I'm going to tell you something. You're going to make a lot of money working as a stripper. And I was like, is, is God talking to me? Why is my Uber driver a stripper? Like, <laughs> like, like what? And she's like, yeah, I have three kids. I have a Mercedes. I have a BN. But I'm driving this right now because I have nothing to do. If you see my face, I'm really old. But yeah, you can make a lot of money. Just don't do, just don't get too drunk. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I don't know why that happened, but for me, it was just like a coincidence. Like, yeah, 
Like I've never had a um, stripper Uber driver before in that right. time it happened. So she gave me a lot of confidence, confidence. And I was, I was, uh, when she pulled, um, on the, on the other place, I was like, okay, let's do this. <laughs> nobody was there. No, cause it was Sunday. So nobody Date, was okay. there. And I was like, click, 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 <laughs> on the door. And then the manager said like, oh, you want to work here? Yeah, I want to work work here. And it was empty. Like nobody was over there. There was only one guy. And then the manager, mm, it was he was like, oh, come here, come here. And I was scared because I didn't really know what it was going to be. Asking I, or, yeah. Yeah, I, I got scared. And he's like, oh, give me your idea. Like, just like sign. And I was like, okay. And he's like, do you have your, your clothes right now? No, I don't have, I don't have my clothes. Can you work right now? Uh. Oh, no, because do you have a tongue and do you have a bra? Yeah. Okay. Then you can work right now. So I started working that day and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So wow. that day I didn't make that much money. I was just like 40, $40. No, yeah. it's like, okay, seven seven oh, seven p.m uh, i'm not making that much money but it's still one thousand mexican pesos because in my mind i was still like uh thinking about dollars in mexican pesos how right. how can i help my mother how can i help my family yeah on mexican pesos you know so yeah basically the next day i went to the club I was wearing this makeup. I looked like a clown. I, I can't really <laughs> remember it because the other girls were like with like the eyeliner like this. Really yeah. Long. And so I was like, okay, I need to be the best stripper of the world. And <laughs> then I, I went to CVS pharmacy and I bought makeup. I didn't have a lot of money. I showed up and the first day I made a hundred dollars and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get rich. You know, <laughs> like I was really excited. I remember the first dance when they asked you to do the, like, like the casting or the audition. Audition. Yeah. Yeah. I was like really not, not scared because there was nothing scared. Like, uh, it was only like, how can I say it? I didn't know anything about it. So sure. I was just trying to nervous. dance. I was nervous. I was just trying to dance. Mm. So <laughs> I remember that I have this uh, really short skirt in my bra and I forgot to take my clothes off. And the, <laughs> the manager was like, oh, nobody gave you money because you didn't take your clothes off. And I was like, oh, okay. So I need to take my clothes off for the next dance. So they call me on stage for um, the, the next, next like, 10 yeah. minutes. And then I took my bra off. I took my skirt off. I was on my, on my tongue. And then it, there was a rain of a uh, dollar rain. I was like, woo! <laughs> and then... I was trying to like be serious, like I, like I don't care if they're making it rain on me. Right, I don't right. Care. I'm professional, you know. And then I I put all my money on the bucket in the bucket. Then I went to the bathroom and I started crying like, oh my god, I can't believe it! I make 
I made like one fifty dollar, one hundred fifty dollars in three minutes. I can't believe it. Oh wow! And I was like, yeah, I can pay my Uber. I can pay the round trip on my Uber. Then I can send <laughs> money to my mom. And I was like really excited because that was the first time I saw a lot of money on me, like on like in my hands. In you your hands, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, this is so, this is so interesting to me. I love it. And you, um, continued to work at that club for quite a while. Yeah. I worked on that club for like two years, Mm. but I also worked, that was only like topless club. Mm. And then, uh, when I moved to Long Beach, I started working on a full nude Mm -hmm. bar and it was like, really different because all of my co-workers were um doing more stuff on the private dances which i wasn't um familiar as with it i was like uh i don't know i was just doing lap dances but not Mm -hmm. giving like sex services to my customers right but i actually got familiar like i got mm, how can i say it Mm, I familiarized with the prostitutes like right they were really nice to me I've never I've never knew like a prostitute before and they were really nice to me they were giving me advice or or like oh you have to put a condom like this and like that so you you don't rip it and I was like okay even if I wasn't like doing that because I, I don't I don't like to do that so they were really nice I remember they were Brazilians so all the Brazilian girls were like so fucking like the their asses were like this big they were really pretty they were they danced so good yeah and everybody was trying to like just go with them and right they were really nice to me and i on and i learned how to respect sex workers more because at my other club if you i remember uh other girls giving like blowjobs or doing uh-huh. something else that you're not supposed to do right they, they they were doing it and the other girls were like talking shit about the other girls right and i was like mm, i wasn't like oh i don't like that girl because she gave a blowjob to his to her customer but i was like kind of oh she's a prostitute you know so when right. i came to that club i was like okay this is normal like right uh, i've seen threesomes be the like uh, next to my private dance or (laughs) you know so it became really natural to me yeah and since they were all naked all over the club i was like okay like this is natural so i became to like uh i've never became a prostitute like that i've never like sell sex before but i was naked in my club i was feeling more confident with myself I'm shaking my ass with no thumb, you know, like that. Right, right. So, yeah, I was having fun on that club. Then yeah. I worked on the, can I say? Uh, Anything. Club's name? Anything? Okay. Anything so, you want. I worked at the library, uh-huh. which is the, like the best uh, strip club in Vegas or uh, California, the library. Okay. So I was working over there, but I was working with a, it wasn't a fake ID, but it was my friend's ID. 
we looked mm. alike because she was from Guadalajara, which is close to my, my city. Mm -hmm. And she looked alike me. So I was working over there. And when I worked over there, I was feeling like, a, I don't know, I was feeling like a famous star because I was making a lot of money every night. I was making more than a thousand dollars a night. Wow. And I was used to make $500, $600 a night for but two shifts i was doing yeah. double shift so when i when i when i went to the library i was only able to work one shift and i was making more than a thousand dollars so wow. i was really happy yeah i was eating sushi all day long because <laughs> at my other job they they only made like burgers or tacos and over there they were selling sushi and I was like really excited because I, I felt like oh I'm like uh, a good dancer I'm a good stripper that's why I'm here at the library yeah yeah that's so great and um you must have uh I mean we've progressed to this third club and and but I'm curious if we rewind just a little bit your very first lap dance was that an interesting experience or how did you get used to that well at first i was like oh nobody's gonna nobody's gonna buy me a lap dance because Request, i saw yeah. all of these girls they have a, a, like big boobs big ass like uh and i was like no i'm skinny i'm like no i don't even <laughs> speak english they're not gonna buy a lap dance for me so the first guy bought a $200 lap dance and I was like, okay, so he's gonna <laughs> wear $200 lap dance for 10 minutes. I was pretty excited. But I remember that the fourth day I was working over there, I got like really, really, really drunk because I was I was working in a restaurant and I can, you say, I can say anything, all right? Anything you're comfortable with, okay. yes. So then I was really drunk. Then I spoke this guy at the VMP room. And okay. the very next day, I didn't remember anything, but my other friends were like, oh, you did this, you did that, blah, 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 blah. And fuck you. Uh -huh. And I was like really scared because I, I was like, I'm sorry, I was just too horny. Like I didn't <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. But I remember that guy gave me money, so mm, I think that was like prostitution. Well maybe. you got yeah, I mean technically, <laughs> yeah. but you yeah. Yeah, technically, yeah. And then I was like, no, I don't wanna work, uh, I don't wanna work here anymore because every day I went to bed, I was dreaming about giving my mom or my aunties a lap dance. Like it was yeah. so un uncomfortable. Like I cannot yeah. give my mom a lap dance. I cannot give my aunties a lap dance. And I was like, just like, oh, I don't know. It was a lot of confusion. Confusion. I don't know if it was good, if it was bad, mm. if I was going to make it good, if something was going to be bad. I don't. I didn't know. Sure. Yeah. And that was that was when you had the the thought of switching clubs uh, and working somewhere else. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I actually moved into another club because I saw this guy on the pool table because in, in my in my club where I used to work, 
they had this full tables, full mm. table. So mm. I I was used to like play and everything. So this guy, I think he was really handsome. He looked like clean and handsome. He smelled good. And you know, when you're a stripper, you try you're trying to talk to all of the customers. Yeah. Can you hear me good? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I was with, with him and he's like, oh no, I don't like to spend money here. I just like to come here to play pool. I just, and I, I come here because my my cousin is working here. She's promised, which she was a friend of mine. And I was like, mm. oh, is promised you, your cousin? Yeah, she's my cousin, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, okay, but you're fucking handsome. <laughs> So he gave me my, he gave me his number. I was like, he was texting me. I didn't reply. Then he was like texting me and texting me. I don't know why did I reply, but I did somehow. (laughs) So he's like, oh, let's go to eat something, blah, 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 blah. I was like, yeah, yeah, like, like, let's go. Like, you seem like a good guy and everything. And then we started like dating. Yeah. And then everything turned to a nightmare. Oh, really? Yeah. But. Yeah. So that. Do you was... have another question? <laughs> <laughs> so that was what really made you change. Yeah. That yeah, was another uh, chapter. You mentioned your friend uh, Promise, and yeah. uh, we didn't ask what you were dancing, what name you were dancing using. Okay. Uh, or what, <laughs> so what the progression is, of the yeah. names. Yeah. So my, I didn't know that you have that you had to use a stage name or mm. a fake name. And I was like, okay, so I don't want my mom to find out that I'm a stripper, so I'm just gonna, mm, I'm just gonna put. I, a Mexican name on my own, like I'm gonna be a Mexican name on my stage name. So yeah. If I don't speak good English, I'm sorry. No, you're doing and... great. You're, you're very better than uh, better than most comedians. <laughs> Thank you. So I was living with this lady that she passed away, I told you. Right. She was from Samoa, the island of Samoa. So she told me about a girl called Sefina which mm. was her friend like a little, uh, long ago. Yeah. And Sefina, it was like Josefina. Jose is like Jose Mexican name. Josefina, mm. I was like, okay, I'm going to be Sefina. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. Like, don't even ask me why. <laughs> I, like, uh, I won't. <laughs> I'm going to be Sefina. That's it. You know, S-E-F-I-N-A. Sefina. That's it. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, Sofina. No. Safina, my name is Safina. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why did I choose that name, but everybody started calling me Safina, 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 Safina. Perfect. And then I was trying to change that name, but the manager was like, no, everybody knows you like Safina, so no, please don't That's do that it. to us. Yeah. I was like, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you had danced under Safina for uh the whole time oh you said you eventually maybe switched to your yeah, my real name real name okay yeah alma. And were you, alma were you not because you weren't concerned and did your mom ever know or find out or i think right now she knows but yeah. she never asked me before because one of my i had a girlfriend before 
because I consider myself as a bisexual person. So I had a girlfriend before. Uh -huh. She used to work with me in that club, but she told my sister that I was a prostitute on that club. So I was like, my sister stopped to talk to me. Uh, and I didn't know why. I was like, oh, probably it's because she grew up. Like, she didn't want to talk to me anymore. I don't know why. But, like, two weeks ago, she told me, like, my ex-girlfriend told her that I was a prostitute and that I was doing a lot of drugs and that I was doing this and that. So she she was like, oh, my sister is mean. My sister is bad per a bad person. And she started to think a lot of stuff. Yeah. So... She talked, we talked, she was wrong and we talked like two weeks ago and she's like, oh, uh, your ex-girlfriend told me that you're a prostitute and I'm like, I'm not a prostitute, like, yeah. if you think I'm a prostitute, I'm not, I don't have anything against prostitutes, sure. but I'm not a prostitute Yeah. because here in Mexico, if you're a prostitute, is because you are with the um, gangsters, with the cartels, mm with bad people you know so yeah. my sister was really concerned about about me being a prostitute yeah. and she's like oh I, all this time i've been thinking that you were a, a prostitute and i got really scared of you and i got really scared of everything and i was like no i'm not a prostitute but oh, i don't wow. have anything against them i have an only fans. yeah i do this <laughs> i've been straight before but i haven't like right which i had but i didn't tell my sister <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you, you one time a thing happened that's uh, that's, yeah. that's different than but also you her perception like you said was what it's like in mexico and uh i don't know why i said mexico mm -hmm. uh, i don't speak mexico uh and <laughs> I don't speak uh, mexico. <laughs> <laughs> but uh not like what it's like in some parts of the states where it's just a bit different there's no connection to the mo yeah. mob or gang uh gangs necessarily or cartel yeah. um so she was legitimately um scared uh it is. yeah wow um you uh were here for two years in the states or it was three years but mm. i worked over there for two years mm. gotcha and then when i was when it was like the covid and everything one year ago exactly yeah I've always suffered about like panic attacks or like anxiety attacks. So um, when it was the COVID, I was really, um, I didn't know what to think about my family because I was like, okay, so there's this virus. And if my family is going to die, I'm not going to be able to see them anymore. So I was really con concerned about it. And I was getting like panic attacks, but like really huge panic attacks and I was like oh I'm, oh I'm scared and I was like I was crying and I was like begging my friends like please like take me to the hospital I'm gonna die blah 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 she's yeah. like no bitch I'm not gonna take you to the hospital because there's the coronavirus and you're gonna get it and I was like okay so I better uh, I was like trying to calm myself down yeah but it was like consistently uh the panic attacks so yeah. I was like I'm not, I'm not doing good here. I'm not making money. So I was asking my mom to bring me my money back, which I was, uh, every Saturday I was, the I was, um, 
how do you say it? Um, uh, I was de depositing money to my mom. Uh -huh. Yeah. So she can put it into my account from here from Mexico. Okay. But by that time, I didn't have work because the clubs shut down. Right. And I was like, okay, I, I'm gonna start like asking my mom to bring me my money back. But if yeah. you send dollars to Mexican pesos, and then if you try to make, if you try to get it like you know on return, it's yeah. gonna be bad because you're paying like the taxes and the fees and everything. So I asked my mom for like uh, eight thousand dollars, and they like I I spent it like. Um, quickly yeah. yeah like really yeah. quick so i had a panic attack then yeah we went to this house with my friend's boyfriend and i don't know why but he got mad at her and he put a gun out and he was like oh get get the fuck out of here and he was like doing this to me so i got scared and i was like i don't want my mom to cry because I was dead on the United States. So yeah. I took an over, I got home, and then my friend, which was that fucking stupid guy, sure. her friend. So she was like, what do you do? Do you call the police? Like they're gonna deport me because she's from here too. But oh, she yes. is right now a, um, not a citizen, how you call him, a resident. Uh -huh. So, so she needs to be good all the time because if she do if she does something bad, she's gonna get deported. Like, right. Like I, like they didn't did to me. Yeah. So yeah, that day she's like, "Oh, you called to the police, so you better you better go away to my house. I don't want you anymore to my in my house." So I ran away from her house. I talked to my mom and to my auntie. They were like, you don't have to suffer over there. You have your house here. You have your family here. Yeah. What do you have to suffer over there? Because by that time, I was living on a boat because one friend, it was a client, a customer of my of my first strip club that I was working at. Right. And, he's, and he's like, oh, okay, I can bring you to my boat. He was leaving me a boat. So I, I got, uh, I, I went to sleep. Then the next day I woke up in a boat and I was like, I don't even like the sea. I don't even like the ocean. The ocean makes me scared. Why am I living on the ocean? <laughs> and I was like, no, I, I need to do something about it. Then it was when my auntie told me to come back here. I came back here and then I couldn't come back over the United States with that right. story. Yeah. Sure, sure. So you chose to go back home um, for a, a visit, like for a, a small amount of time, and you were going to come back yeah. to the States, but then you got told I, you could, I couldn't be could able not. to, yeah. I see. Um, yeah. And so now you are uh, living back where you lived before you came here, or a different home, or because um, you said you were flipping houses. Yeah. Uh, and involved in real estate, correct? Yeah, um, I'm living right now here on the same place. I'm going to change the spot because it's getting really dark here. Sure. So I was living here in Aguascalientes, uh -huh. which is like a good place to live. But then uh, when I 
when I when I came here from the United States, I was like, okay, yeah, like this is a good place to live, but nobody's making money. Like mm. people is making probably one thousand dollars a month if they're rich, because here if you make one thousand dollars a month, it's because we're doing good, you know. Yeah. So I was like, I've done like fifteen hundred dollars a month so i don't wanna i don't right. wanna be like poor person you know so uh, i started like flipping houses again and then i was here and my mom was like oh don't go back to to california because right now we need you here you don't know if your if your grandmother is gonna like get sick you don't know anything so i was like okay sure. i'm gonna stay here everything is gonna be good blah, 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 blah. i had my money and then when i when i was trying to come back mm-hmm. i went to the airport and then this this officer of the airport called she's like i was getting off the plane and she's like come here and i was like oh what did i do she's like oh can you show me your suitcase please can you show me your baggage Okay, yeah. I didn't have anything on, on me, but yeah. I had two butt plugs because I like to wear butt plugs when I dance. Okay. <laughs> so, wait. Sure. I'm trying, I'm trying to like this. So I was wearing that the butt plugs and she's like, what are those? And I'm like, oh, I'm, I didn't know why did I tell her that, but I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm giving that to my friend because she asked me for it and she's like oh they don't they don't sell this in the usa i'm like i don't know my friend i was lying to her sure. she's like okay come here we're gonna like bring you to this i don't know what interrogation yeah. or question yeah, or, some, yeah yeah they started to ask me a lot of things they started to to look in, into my baggage into my all my stuff they didn't find anything but my butt plugs yeah. So uh, they were like, uh, she's like, okay, give me your password of your of your phone. And I was like, damn, okay, it's zero eight eight zero. And she's like, do you are you a prostitute? I'm like, no, I'm not. So what do you have a lot of uh, a lot of um, pictures of guys showing showing you their dick? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, um. I don't know because I'm like that. And then she started like doing a whole research on my Uber, my Google App Store, my app, wow. my Apple Store. So she found out that I was working at the library at that the Angels Club at that dreams. Uh, and then she's like, I know you've been working here and here and here and here. And I was like, damn, like I can't lie anymore, you know? Like right. I, I'm just gonna yeah. be honest because I'm not in my country, so I just gotta be honest to her. Right. So when I started to be honest, she started to be nicer to me. She started yeah. to be nice because she was being mean to me. So she started being nice, and I was like, "Damn, like I have to." Because she told me like, "If you don't tell me the truth, you have you're gonna be on jail for three weeks." And I was like, oh, "Damn, geez. I better be on my house." watching netflix for three weeks without getting without getting any money but i don't want to be on the airport i was on lax and i was like okay so i do this and that and so i went to the ice 
um, office. Yeah. They were like, oh, we can have you anymore here. Like, we, this is not, you're not, uh, how, did, how did they call me? You're, uh, this is not something bad you did, but you broke the rules. Uh. Working here is not bad, but you broke the rules. Gotcha. So we had to take your visa off for five years. So they took wow. my visa off for five years. And I was like, okay, I'd rather be with my mom and hug her and like cry like a baby. <laughs> and I was like, okay, it's good. So I took my pills because by that time I was taking pills for my anxiety. Yeah. I, I just, I, I got uh, laid on the airport and it was like, 24, 24 hours and then they brought me back into where I am right yeah. now. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. um when did you in all of this start um like you worked in the strip clubs? Um did you start doing OnlyFans while you were in the States or when you got back home to Mexico <laughs> or no. I actually when I was in the States I, I'm sorry for all the OnlyFans girls that are working, but when I was over there, I was like, I'm not going to make $100 for showing my ass online. I'm making $1,000 on the sure. strip club. Why should I do that online? Yeah. Like, if my mom is going to see it, if my, if my, if my sister is going to watch it, why should I do that online? Yeah. If I work on the strip club, if, if somebody's rec recording me, like... I don't think he's gonna upload it to like the internet. So I was like, no, I'm not gonna make an OnlyFans because that's for bro broke girls. That's <laughs> the truth. Like, sure. I was feeling like, no, I'm not gonna do that. So then when I came here, I started work on this, um, you call it, it's called, um, I don't know how you call it, but it's, okay. it's like a, a red zone. So if you wanna if you wanna be a stripper, if you wanna be a sex worker, yeah. you have to you have to fill these uh, worksheets, and and then you have to be ex uh, accepted to work in that Field. club. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So all of that clubs, the clubs over there, this is how they work. They don't have like. Um, how you call it when you when you when you enter to a club? They don't have a cover fee. Yes. And they they only is like oh there are those they are the the girls that are here. Yeah. So if you if you want them you can you can stay here. And I try and I try to work over there because a friend of mine owns a club over there but it's a zone that is really far from the city yeah so they pay you it's 50 dollars at night you can it's double shift 50 dollars but what you do the most is to drink you have to drink in order to get paid yeah. it's not like in the in the united states that you have to give lap dances yeah. lap dances in order to get paid here is like you have to drink a lot of alcohol sometimes you can tell like the bartender like i cannot drink anymore yeah uh, just like pour me water on my beer sure. and just tell the customer that my beer was i don't know ten hundred dollars you know <laughs> yeah 
but the customers are really used to get fucked for uh, the lap dances. Uh. So I came here and I was working over there and they were like, oh, do you, do you do their rooms? They call them their rooms because all the clubs over, over here, they have an hotel. Mm, uh, how is it? Attached? Yeah, attached. Uh-huh. But it's like legal it's not illegal if you if if you want to be a prostitute here you have to like fill a whole paper sheet and everything yeah. they take you pictures they take you your phone number everything they actually make you make you do a, um, a proof that you're not pregnant that you don't have hiv yeah that you don't have any disease that you uh sexual disease yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna do that and everything. And then uh, a lot of guys were asking me to have sex with them, but for twenty dollars. <laughs> and I was like, right. That was my lap dance in LA. So <laughs> like, no, like no, I'm not gonna, no. I'm not gonna do that because I don't want to. But a lot of my friends were doing a lot of money because they were giving that service. But right. here in Mexico is more like about sex not like lap dances gotcha. actually here is not like fun it's more like porn you know gotcha it's not like oh i'm gonna have fun in a strip club i'm gonna like make it rain now they don't yeah. make it rain here like because we have coins they can <laughs> make it rain on you with coins you know yeah so here is like mm, they pay you so they have sex with you yeah so it's really different and actually there's um you call them the cartel i don't know if you have so yeah. this cartel they have this zone and they sell you uh, drugs that you want but nobody can get into that zone because if you get into that zone and try to sell drugs they they're gonna kill you right. so at the same time it's really dangerous to work over there because even if you're not doing like prostitution even if you're not doing drugs somebody can like come to your club and if somebody is mean if they and if they like you they might be like oh i like that girl and i want her on my bed tonight right so like the owners of the club are like okay like hey you christina to. you have yeah. to go with him blah, blah, blah. right so it's pretty scary because you don't know who you are working to in the United States, you know, you're working to people that probably they, they sell drugs. They sell like marijuana, cocaine or something. Yeah. But you feel that, uh, sick, that, mm, that you're safe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you are in the United States, but if you're here, you feel like you're lost, oh, you know, wow. and they pay you. I was working over there from night and the night from 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. So it mm. was really hard to me because I wasn't um, used to that schedule because right. at my other work in the United States, I was, I was working from two to two. It was 12 mm. hours, but it was from 2, a, 2 p.m. to 2 a.m. Like kind of so, normal. Yeah, like kind normal. of normal schedule, yeah. you know? So yeah, basically- So did you just stop? Here, 
you stopped working there? I stopped working here because yeah. I got a new boyfriend. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so, and then I started to, yeah, he was like, oh, why don't you do your OnlyFans? And I was like, oh, would you let me? Even if I don't like to ask men to, like, oh, would you, you let me? Well, I did it, you know? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you can do it, blah, blah, blah. So I did it, and I started to tell all my customers from L.A., and they started to join my OnlyFans, and then I was like, I'm getting a lot of money out of it. I'm not even getting touched. They're not right. even like talking to me. Like I'm just like typing, you know. Yeah. And I started to make good money, not a lot of money as I was sure. doing in the club, but I was doing good money to live here. Yeah. I was making more than a doctor makes here, you know. Right. So right. I started to like trying to improve my content and be good with my customers and only fans so right now i'm 10 percent hey all around the world so nice. i think i'm doing good yeah yeah that's great and you um just film or take the photos in your home or um i was doing it by myself but Three days ago, a friend of mine told me that he could take pictures yeah. and he took me, he did a photo shoot, a whole photo shoot of mine, mm-hmm. of me, and it was so good. I'm going to send it to you so you can send it to your followers so they can. Sure. Yeah. We'll get you some yeah. customers. It was like uh, kind of like um, 2000. Uh, wow. How you say it? Like 2000 style. And right. it was good. But oh, yeah, wow. my only fans, I have like. A lot of stuff. Wonderful. Yeah. uh, And you and one of the things we talked about briefly is that uh, um, sitting on cakes. How did that materialize or come about? (laughs) Okay. So um, I was watching a lot of satisfying videos on Instagram. And I was like, why not doing satisfying videos for adults, like for grown people? Yeah. So uh, right now I'm smashing case. I'm I'm popping bubble wrap. Do you, ah. Have you seen the bubble wrap? So uh, I'm I'm doing it like I'm wrapping it. Wrapping it and then yeah. I'm like popping it. I pop it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to say it. Yeah, really? so I'm trying to do satisfying videos and they're like all my customers have been liking liking it a lot. So. Then I'm gonna still doing it and yeah. on Pornhub, X videos and everything. I'm doing good. Even if I'm getting shadow banning on Instagram because you know mm. all the like all these new laws. Yeah. Uh they can even find me even if they write my correct username, they can even find me. So wow. I'm fighting against that, against like shadow ban- banning, but yeah, I think I'm, I'm doing good. That's the Instagram we shared that one. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now Twitter doesn't block as much, do they? Yeah. yeah. No, but I only have 200 followers. Yeah. It's hard. Twitter is, but hard. they buy from me. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good that you're doing well with all of this. And uh, we call it um, in the uh, pivoting, where you yeah. have to just kind of adjust to what's new. And um, for me, it's a lot of like, I'm going to do a, I'm, I'm a comedian, stand up comedian. I don't know if you knew, but um, I know. Oh, okay. 
So I was going to do a, um, I'm doing a show virtually tonight for college kids. And uh, I wouldn't have ever done that a year ago, but here we are, right? (laughs) I know. Maybe I should start popping um, bubble wrap and sitting on cake. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We'll see. Probably you're going to get rich. (laughs) That's how I'm going to get rich, right? Yeah. Uh, You um, have very unique difference, like uh, you've, answered all the questions and I didn't even have to ask them, which is wonderful. (laughs) Um, But when you were, I am curious, uh, when you danced, when when you were stripping, what you chose for songs because of, you have a history in dance, you are from Mexico. I'm curious what your choices were. Well, all my choices were like, I don't know if you've heard about reggaeton music. I don't know. It's like kind of like reggae music, but from uh, Latin America, it's more like it's like rap music. They they talk about sex, like about like oh you have beautiful eyes, like twerk, you know. Yeah. I had to dance for that song because my customers liked it because my club was mostly full of mexican customers mm. so i used to like to dance to mexico to make like mexican artists sure so they can like relate to yeah. the, to the music they were like oh you dance to that song like there you go there's the 50 dollars because you dance to that song and i like that uh. song so i used to because most of the girls used to uh, strip for uh, rap songs, hip hop songs, and I used to dance from into Spanish songs, Mexican songs, and since there were a lot of Mexican dudes in my in my club, they were like, "Oh, I love you, because blah, blah, you know." Of course. Yeah. yeah. So that was good. Very smart, and also um, probably you were more used to it. Um, did your did your skills as a Tahitian dancer help you on stage? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were like, oh, if you can move your, your hips like that, why <laughs> should you do when you're like fucking? Ah. <laughs> ah, well. But yeah, yeah never... they, were, they were like amazed because the way I move my hips, mm, I don't want to be like stuck up. I don't want to sound like ah, stuck up. But please, the way please. I move my hips is like, really interesting to some of the guys so yeah yeah i can i can't <laughs> i can imagine <laughs> uh-uh. but uh yeah i i it sounds to me that you were unique and that's huge when it comes to a strip club or any um anything sort of sexual because your thought was well women with enormous boobs and fat asses and dancing to raps. I'm not going to make any money. And it, (laughs) and it turns out you're unique. I mean, a great dancer, but a unique kind of dance, Uh, a unique kind of song that maybe not other people are used to. And uh, in America, we call it niche. Yeah. I know. Like a niche. Yeah. Yeah. And that was that was huge and now on OnlyFans you have niches as well it's very smart good yeah. you're a good businesswoman i am yeah that's good yeah and uh, all of the money i'm getting from OnlyFans, OnlyFans i'm investing in on flipping 
houses. So probably I'm gonna be the next millionaire. Billionaire. I I hope <laughs> I hope yeah. that's true. I um I would love to see how do you how does real estate there work? I'm so curious. Is it uh um is it doing well? Is it um taking out loans like we do in the states is it uh or do you have to have the cash or how does that how does it work i i'm, well, ignorant. I'm ignorant yeah you have to have the cash but at first when i before i was starting to like being a stripper mm -hmm. i was doing this like real estate uh i was a real estate broker yeah. so i got able to save a lot of money and the good thing here in Mexico is that you can get a property with a minimum minimum um, amount of money. Amount of money. Mm. So I bought my first house for fifteen thousand dollars, and then I flip it, and then I sell it from thirty thousand thirty thousand pesos. I mean, not fifteen thousand dollars, fifty thousand pesos. Then I sold it for uh, thirty thousand pesos, wow. and I, I really like to do it because. I was um, building the house as I like houses mm. and a lot of people like my work. So right now that's what I'm doing. Um, wow. Like tomorrow I'm gonna paint the house and I'm gonna do stuff so I can flip it. And yeah. it's good because my OnlyFans money is going to my, my flip houses um, business. Yeah. And it's, it's been good because it's dollars and you, flip it into Mexican pesos. Every dollar is 20 Mexican pesos. So well, it's good. You know, it is good. My, <laughs> yeah, my ex-wife, she is very, she's an interior designer um, and her boyfriend's an architect. Mm -hmm. So together as a team, they do yeah. a really good job. Uh, oh, flipping good. Seattle houses, which are oh, very, good. Good, expensive. Good, good. So, and, um, so you do a lot of the work. Uh, yeah, I do a lot of stuff. It's not like only my only fans. I do a lot of stuff to get sure. my money. Yeah. But you do a lot of the work on the houses that you flip. It sounds like I'm always laying on my bed and I'm making money. <laughs> <laughs> Passive income. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But also work too. So that's yeah. it, it, it is bored, but you're comfortable, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and now you're home and you're, you're, um, how, how's mom and auntie and uh, grandma, are they all okay? Or are they doing well? Are they? Well, my grandma died. Okay. And then I came back to Mexico. My mom is, is good. Yeah. She already knows that I was a stripper, that I'm doing my OnlyFans. She's good because okay. she's an actual really open-minded person. She's like, oh, okay, it's good. Like, as long as you're not a mean person, a bad person, it's okay. Yeah. Like, that's great. Because she's really like, she, um, she gives me her credit card and she, uh, she's really confident about me. And she's like, okay, you have 24 years old. You can do whatever you want, but you have to pay me what you owe me. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Yeah. And she loves me. And my, my grandmother from here loves me too. And I think I'm getting a lot of support about my family because my ex-girlfriend told all of my, all, a lot of my family members that I was a prostitute. So they became 
like really like oh Christina is a prostitute like she's probably in danger because being a prostitute here is a huge deal it's not like over there right. being a prostitute here is like oh you you have to fuck with like uh cartel guys like yeah. narco guys you know so my family was really concerned about it and then when I found out that my that my girlfriend was saying bad things about me mm. I told my family group on whatsapp like hey i just in case if you were wondering i'm not a prostitute like don't even worry about me yeah. like i'm just like stripping i'm doing my only fans yeah i do porn yeah but like don't even worry about me it's not like i don't like um being a prostitute but here in mexico if you're a prostitute is because you're really tough like yeah. your skin is tough like everything about yourself is tough because it's a hard job to yeah. give got like cartel guys of like crazy guys yes yeah. like yeah. sex you know so i really never got into into that but like one day a guy was like i'm gonna give you fifteen thousand mexican pesos but I'm, i'm just gonna give you a massage and i was like okay let's do that Sure. And so he brought me to the to the room and he was just giving me a massage and i was like okay i'm getting paid and that's it yeah but i've never felt safe here because you never know what's gonna happen right you know? right well it sounds like they're very supportive and you're back in a good place um yeah. mentally and all those things and um is is it open there with covid is it uh are things closed down or is it people pretty... here believes in jesus christ yeah okay so they're like <laughs> let's go to the club you know <laughs> like they pray but they go to the club so yeah, yeah. jesus like, would want me to snort yeah, a line okay yeah so yeah. it's like <laughs> yeah kind of that there's like the like the red zone it they shut it down but they they still working mm -hmm. because here even if you're not doing things legally you can do things under under the table, under the yeah. table yeah and nobody's gonna say anything about it so i right. think people here is working as they did it before but mm -hmm. The people that is getting worse and worse is the poor people, you know, right. because right. of this, the COVID and things. I see. Wow. So different. I'll have to, um, I'll have to come to visit and I've never, like I said, I've never been to anywhere in Mexico, which is very odd. Everybody from Seattle has got, they go to vacation <laughs> in Mexico and yeah. I just never went. Um, You are so interesting and, and uh, wonderful to talk to. I could talk <laughs> all day, but I have, uh, I guess I have other work to do. I'm sure people are very curious. We'll do a follow-up episode, I suppose. We're going to uh, do a second one. Yeah, please. <laughs> I would love to. And I know that people are going to want to follow you for sure. And we will try and promote as much as we can. Thank so you. again, Instagram, Alma, Christina, C-R-I-S-T-I-N-A-A-A. -A -A. Um, Twitter, Alma Christina 96. OnlyFans, Alma Christina. Um, Alma Cakes on Exodus <laughs> and Pornhub, if you'd like to see that. I'm sure you would. Uh, I'm very curious. Uh, 
phenomenal talking to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'll press stop, but we'll chat for a second afterwards. Uh, okay. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Stripper Thank you whisper. so much. Bye-bye. Mm.